If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. This piece is written by Kanishka Singh and is published at timeslive.co.za. A senior official in the U.S. Education Department stepped down on Wednesday, citing President Joe Biden's handling of the conflict in Gaza. The latest sign of dissent in the administration as deaths continue to grow in the war. Also on Wednesday, 17 Biden re-election campaign staffers issued a warning in an anonymous letter that Biden could lose voters over the issue. Tariqa Bosch, special assistant in the Education Department's Office of Planning Evaluation and Policy Development, in a letter to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona, said, I cannot stay silent as this administration turns a blind eye to the atrocities committed against innocent Palestinian lives in what leading human rights experts have called a genocidal campaign by the Israeli government. Habash, a Palestinian-American and an expert on student debt, was appointed early in Biden's presidency as part of a build-out of the Education Department's student loan expertise. The 17 anonymous Biden re-election campaign staffers in their letter, published on Medium, urged Biden to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. Quote, Biden for president staff have seen volunteers quit in droves, and people who have voted blue for decades feel uncertain about doing so for the first time ever because of this conflict, the staffers wrote in the letter. Biden's campaign did not immediately respond to a request for comment. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller earlier on Wednesday said that the U.S. had not observed acts in Gaza that constitute genocide. His remarks were in response to proceedings launched by South Africa at the International Court of Justice over Israel's military operations in Gaza. Israel has also denied claims of genocide in Gaza. Josh Paul, a former State Department official, resigned from Biden's administration in October in protest over what he called the administration's blind support for Israel. In November, more than 1,000 officials in the U.S. Agency for International Development, USAID, part of the State Department, signed an open letter urging Biden administration to call for an immediate ceasefire. After at least three cables criticizing the administration's policy were filed with the State Department's internal dissent channel, Secretary of State Antony Blinken acknowledged disagreements in a November letter. In December, some staff at the Biden administration held a vigil near the White House to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Palestinian Islamist group Hamas's October 7 attack on Israel killed 1,200 people according to Israeli tallies. Some 240 hostages were also taken back to Gaza. The total recorded Palestinian death toll from Israel's retaliatory offensive has reached 22,313 by Wednesday, almost 1% of Gaza's 2.3 million population, the Gaza Health Ministry said. Israeli bombardments have flattened much of the densely populated enclave, leaving most Gazans homeless, with food shortages threatening famine. The U.S. has publicly slammed the rhetoric of some Israeli ministers and pushed Israel to curb civilian deaths in Gaza. Critics argue that Washington is not using its leverage as a major supplier of arms and aid to influence Israeli policy.
And here is the letter from the U.S. Education Department official who recently resigned, uh, Tariq Habash. Secretary Cardona. I joined the Biden administration nearly three years ago to fight for a more just America, to fix the broken student loan system by providing relief to millions of Americans, and to address systemic inequities across higher education that disproportionately affect underserved students and families. I actively campaigned for the president, helping to shape his platform on education, consumer finance, and racial justice. I was one of the first Biden administration political appointees to arrive at the Department of Education. Over the last three years, the White House issued numerous press releases, noting that this was the most diverse administration in history, that it reflected America. I am part of that America. As a Palestinian American, in fact, the only Palestinian American political appointee at the Department of Education, I bring a critical and underrepresented perspective to the ongoing work on equity and justice. But now the actions of the Biden-Harris administration have put millions of innocent lives in danger, most immediately for the 2.3 million Palestinian civilians living in Gaza who remain under continuous assault and ethnic cleansing by the Israeli government. Therefore, I must resign. It should go without saying that all violence against innocent people is horrific. I mourn each and every loss, Israeli and Palestinian. But I cannot represent an administration that does not value all human life equally. I cannot stay silent as this administration turns a blind eye to the atrocities committed against innocent Palestinian lives in what leading human rights experts have called a genocidal campaign by the Israeli government. I cannot be quietly complicit as this administration fails to leverage its influence as Israel's strongest ally to halt the abuse of an ongoing collective punishment tactics that have cut off Palestinians in Gaza from food, water, electricity, fuel, and medical supplies, leading to widespread disease and starvation. Over the last three months, our government has aided in the indiscriminate violence against Palestinians in Gaza, over 22,000 civilians killed, thousands more buried under the rubble, and the vast majority displaced from their homes. Despite claims that Israel's focus is on Hamas, its military actions simultaneously persist across the West Bank, where there is no Hamas governing presence. With hundreds of Palestinians killed in the West Bank before October, and hundreds more killed since. Additionally, thousands of Palestinians have been detained, arrested, and held without charge or trial, a violation of international humanitarian law. Meanwhile, the President has publicly questioned the integrity of Palestinian death counts, frequently used by our own State Department, the United Nations, and numerous humanitarian non-governmental organizations. Our representatives at the United Nations have repeatedly voted against the vast majority of the international community, including vetoing resolutions calling for a ceasefire. And administration leaders have even repeatedly repeated unverified claims that systematically dehumanize Palestinians. As a Palestinian-American man descending from generations of Palestinian Christians, I experience each day the dehumanization and erasure of my identity by my peers, by the media, and by my own government. My family lived through the Nakba in 1948, where hundreds of thousands of Palestinians were violently and forcibly expelled from their homes. 
My grandparents, aunts and uncles, walked over 35 miles from Jaffa to Lida to eventually Ramallah just to survive. For 75 years, my relatives have never been allowed to return to their familial homes. Millions of Palestinians have faced decades of occupation, ethnic cleansing, and apartheid. And the Biden administration's passive acceptance of this status quo is wholly out of line with the democratic values. Our government continues to provide unconditional military funding to a government that is uninterested in protecting innocent lives. We've seen thousands of children, over 100 journalists, and countless medical professionals killed in Gaza. These deaths are unjust. They violate our moral obligation as stewards of our country's tax dollars. They violate our obligation to abide by international humanitarian law. And they violate every level of human decency. As a higher education expert, it is also impossible to ignore the impact of this conflict across American colleges and universities. Jewish, Muslim, and Arab students on college campuses have expressed feeling less safe, and we have seen alarming violence across the United States against Palestinian and Muslim Americans who have been shot, stabbed, and even hit by cars. The Department of Education must play an active role in supporting institutions as they respond to the needs of students, faculty, and staff. This includes protecting all students who choose to ex exercise their First Amendment rights to engage in nonviolent actions, including expressing solidarity with Palestinians in Gaza who have suffered tremendously in recent weeks and for years before the current ongoing violence. Let me be clear, anti-Semitism, anti-Palestinian sentiment, and Islamophobia are all abhorrent. We must not allow hate in any form to permeate our society, schools, or life. But simply put, criticism of the Israeli government and its violations of international humanitarian law is not anti-Semitic. Claims that conflate criticism of Israel's government with anti-Semitism only seek to silence dissent against a foreign government. Unfortunately, this obfuscation has been the primary objective of right-wing extremists who do not have Jewish or Arab student safety in mind as they attempt to equate calls for a ceasefire with anti-Semitism. Attributing the actions of Israel to all Jewish people makes them inherently less safe. Similarly, conflating all Palestinians with Hamas, something Israeli government officials have continuously attempted to do, makes Palestinians and Muslims everywhere less safe. Though I can no longer represent this administration, it has been a privilege to work with countless dedicated, thoughtful, and compassionate individuals across the federal government who care about making our country better. In a world too often marked by turmoil, I fervently hope for a future where we collectively embrace diplomacy before violence, communication before intransigence, and understanding before hate, in order to pave a way towards lasting peace. Tariq Habash, January 3, 2024 If you want to follow People Are Revolting on social media, you'll find us in the Fediverse at movingtrainmedia at collectiva.social. If you want to listen to back episodes, head over to peoplearevolting.com. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening.
a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. 